You remember Wagner? (laughs) (laughs) I've basically got like Wagner eggs in the freezer. (laughs) Hey everyone and welcome to the Oh Baby podcast with me, Shauna Phillips. And me, Holly Connolly. Now on episode 11, which is my lucky number, and I can't believe we're actually already on 11. Like how quick has that gone? It's gone so quickly. Can't believe it. Time flies when we're having fun. That's right. But what I found really interesting is has as time's gone on and with every podcast episode we've spoken less about our kids and more about our lives uh we're talking to vicky patterson this week and going deep but we'll still manage to fit in some gossip like we usually do speaking of gossip what are you thinking of all the love island the all-stars so far oh my god like every year i'm like Oh, I'll I'll put it on in the background. Like I might not find time. And then every year I'm hook, line and sinker. I've got Twitter open. I've got Instagram open. Hooked. Yeah, I'm hooked. They always get me hooked. But I will say with the All-Stars, I was really skeptical because I thought, well, we do all know each other. I know who so-and-so fancies and I know who this person fancies. Yeah. And is it going to kind of be like X on the beach? But it really isn't. Like they have... They have smashed it with this one. Have you been watching? No, it's not my thing. Oh, see, right. So this is what I like. And I feel like just because where I've been on it, I know the setup. I know when a certain chat has been staged. I know when they was asked to go and talk about, about their feelings. I know how it works. And when the newbies go in, so when like a new season comes on and they're all fresh and they're all new, it's so obvious. It's probably obvious to the naked eye, but it's just so obvious to me. I find it so boring. However, these yeah. guys, these guys are seasoned professionals. They know what to do. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you think they choose certain people for certain reasons? Well, it depends because obviously there's going to be bombshells going in. Like, I, I think there's normally, like, at the end of a normal season, there's probably been about 30 Islanders, like, from start to finish. Yeah. And obviously at the minute, we've only got, like, 11 or 12 so we've, I don't know whether they're going to have the same amount of of bombshells going in. Actually, one of the reasons why I found it so surprising that Jake left. Yeah, because I saw that. I can yeah. understand. If you've gone in and you have no idea what to expect, it's, it can be very overwhelming. And I can mm. understand why someone would want to leave because it's completely different kettle of fish to what it looks like on telly. But he knew what he was going in for. So, I mean, yeah. I'm also people doing what's best for them. But I just feel like that would have been a lovely holiday like I personally wouldn't mind going on holiday and getting paid for it. Who would you have done it with if you went on it this year? Oh, that's a good question. So I would definitely say Demi. Demi and Paige, because yeah. they're actually like my sisters. Like they're not even yeah. friends, they're sisters now. So Demi and Paige. Do you know who I probably would have coupled up with? Who? So you know Chris Taylor, who's on it now? Looks a bit like Harry Potter. Listen, he is so hot in real life. No, I'm sorry. I can't picture. I know. I know. He's so not your type. He is the furthest thing from my type. The furthest <laughs> thing. He used to do heat under the duvet. So I've done that with him a few times. Oh. And I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, <gasps> like I was, I was shocked by shocked. how hot he was. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and not only that, he has, he's funny as well. Yeah, see, that makes him hot immediately. He's got actual conversation. Like, there's yeah. been so many Love Islanders that are beautiful and there is nothing behind the eyes. Yeah. Nothing blank. You know, obviously, if I was ever to go on Love Island, which I'm not ever going Breaking to. Breaking news. Holly's a bombshell. <laughs> Breaking news. I would want to go on with Chris Hughes. Jody, Jody, cover your ears. 
but I can set that up. <laughs> Jodie, watch your back. So anyway, we've got a fantastic guest and friend on today's pod, Vicky Patterson, Geordie Shaw star, queen of the jungle. She's also made a documentary about freezing her own eggs called My Journey to Motherhood. It got us both thinking, didn't it really, Shauna, about the whole situation and, you know, how um, how scary motherhood really is. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm probably different to you in and Vicky in the sense that I I, I haven't had any fertility problems I, I fell pregnant kind of without even really trying and it, it it was terrifying but so I can't imagine the pressure on you when you've tried so hard to get there and then when you get there and it's really really fucking hard it yeah. must be difficult to not feel <laughs> grateful every day because everyone has bad days there's sometimes yeah. when I'm like bro allow me you know you wouldn't be human if you didn't think that where you you know you, you can't be grateful every day and you know that's me quote me you can't because some days you think oh my god i'm exhausted i'm living off two hours sleep as you know and then other days you think wow imagine how different my life could be and you know it's it's, it's relative to everybody's situation i think that's what's important yeah. to remember so Vicky's fiance Erkan was not quite ready to have a baby yet so she's frozen her eggs for the future Success rate is not guaranteed of egg freezing. It's roughly 20% if you freeze your embryos and 10% if it's your eggs. But more and more women are doing it. I've got to say, reading it out, I didn't realise it was just 10%. Yeah, I didn't know that. And do you know how expensive it is? It's extortionate. It's at least five grand a time. Yes. For a 10% success rate. And then you have to pay um, regular uh, fees to keep them for longer. <gasps> To keep the freezer on. Yeah. You have to pay the EDF bill. Yeah. Cost of living crisis. And also, that is such a commitment because, so you have a better chance if they're fertilised eggs, but then essentially you're agreeing to have a baby with someone. Like, even though the baby's not there, the baby, the baby's made. Yeah, pretty much. God, who knew we'd be having a science lesson today as well? Who knew? However, there is such a, a rise, I feel, like on my Instagram of people going through fertility treatments. Yeah. And I do think it's a very good it's a very good tool to have. I do believe that. But it's not accessible to everyone. Like you said five grand at a time plus keeping the freezer on. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a great success rate. I mean you can say a ten percent success rate, but you can also say ninety percent failure, <laughs> which is just not good. I think in those situations as well, for somebody like me, like my egg reserve was like zero. So I literally had like a handful of eggs that would work and the quality of the egg is so important, all of that. So I think more than anything, that's the hardest part is finding mm. decent enough eggs. Like if you are struggling with a fertility condition, um, finding those perfect eggs and that that whole you know environment for them, all that sort of thing is like, the hardest part and then you get there yeah. and then when you freeze your eggs you've only got 10% chance like That's people have wild. absolutely no idea the struggle around fertility yeah. and how many women are suffering with this and I think it's so important ladies you go and get yourself tested check yourself out I mean I'm not if, if you are happy and healthy no um, but if you are struggling with uh, periods uh, any sort of hormonal symptoms go and get yourself tested mm. uh, your health is everything and that's my piece of advice. Yeah, and knowledge is power as well. I feel like the more you know. I mean, I've never really considered it to be completely honest. And I feel like I was 
like me and Billy were both ready for Lucia when I decided to come off of contraception. Prior to that, I absolutely didn't want, well, not that I didn't want children. I, I didn't desire children that uh, yeah. straight away. So I, I yeah. was fine to be on the pill. Yeah. And I, I do plan on having more children, but I would also be happy with just Lucia. Yeah. I would love more kids, but not enough to the point where I'm going to go and freeze my eggs, especially not for a 10% success rate. Yeah, scary, Did you have isn't to, it? what's the word I'm looking for? Convince Jodie to become a dad again, or was you both ready? I was so convinced Jodie would be the problem in our fertility journey. Like after we got married, <laughs> because of the age difference between us as well. This needs to be a justice for Jodie podcast. I know, seriously, sorry, he gets trolled every sorry, single every single sorry. website. Um, yeah, after we got married, I decided to go and book fertility testing for us. And at the time, I didn't want kids. I wasn't ready for kids. I just wanted to, like you said, knowledge is power. So mm. I'll, I'll actually tell you a really, really funny story. So we went for our testing and I had all the scans inside and all of that. And then Jody had to do the whole, oh, wank into a pot thing, right? Oh, so yeah, so yeah. awkward. No, it's not. The story is absolutely hilarious. So he goes in and he gets there and he's obviously very nervous, a bit camera shy. And as he walked in, um, the steward, like the nurse that was helping said, sir, um, would you like homosexual or heterosexual porn? So he was watching porn whilst he was wanking into a cup, right? For his sperm test. And Jodie, oh, being, being Jodie was like, yeah, yeah, homosexual. Because he, th- <laughs> he thought- He didn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, well, he- it's, it's the same thing. And the guy was like, no, mate, that's men. And he was like, oh, fucking hell. He was like, no, not." He said, he was like, can I get lesbians? <laughs> so obviously i was so nervous all morning he comes out and he's all like proud as punch like walking through he's had a great morning i said what are you all happy about he was like i just watched some great lesbians i was like oh my god so yeah we did all our facility testing and um at the time, I was convinced he was the problem. And then when we had our consultation over Zoom, may I add, where I got my life-changing news, um, she, <laughs> she was like basically telling Jodie that his sperms were like Olympic swimmers and he should be really proud of himself. So I was like sitting there, like, <laughs> great, my turn. And then she was like, as for you, bitch, like you're in trouble. No. So that was obviously how we found out. And then after <laughs> that, I was so beside myself at the thought of not being able to do something that to me is the most natural thing in the world. Mm. Like, you know, and as a woman as well, that's what makes it so terrifying. Cause you think, look, I was put on this earth with a womb and a vagina. I should be able to do this. Why can't, why can everybody else do it? And I can't. Yeah. Yeah, and you feel like you've spent your whole teenage years struggling not to get pregnant. Like, don't be pregnant, me. Don't look at me. I know. So no, neither of us were ready for kids. We weren't, and so we decided to start trying and doing whatever we did uh, with the treatment and whatever else. But the way they talked about it, they were like, "Look, you, you, you haven't got long. Like, you know, you need to try and sort something out sooner rather than later. Like, it was terminal, right?" And I was thinking, "Shit." Got any final words? <laughs> exactly. So it was all a bit damning and depressing. And then when I was pregnant, we were both like, "What the fuck?" What? Like we were in total shock. Obviously, absolutely elated. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think for him, 
the shock of it all was like, hold on a minute. I was told I couldn't have kids. Now I can have kids. Mm. And it just took him a long time to get his head around it. As it did for me, but I think when you, when you're carrying the baby, it's so different anyway. Yeah, I feel like we become mums the second we find out we're pregnant. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, who knew a, a woman from Geordie Shore could give us so much to think about? <laughs> I've been dying for this conversation. I'm so excited to talk to Vicky. We have so much to to dig in with. Not only do I want to talk to her about Geordie Shore, but she's done documentaries. The woman does not stop working. She has got a once in a lifetime wedding coming up. We just, we, we have so much to unpack. So without further ado, should we jump into it? Yeah, let's hear from the woman herself. Welcome to Oh Baby, Vicky. Hi, Vic. Oh, hi guys, are you talking? We're all good, thank you. How are you? You look fresh as a daisy, by the way. Do you think? I've no idea how yeah. I am fucking honestly done my mental health is dangling by a thread at the moment <laughs> no <laughs> no yeah. listen we are all i was saying should i just fuck around and throw myself in front of a train oh, like, just fucking do something random fuck around find out <laughs> you feel so bad complaining like about anything yeah. when you know that there's far more you know yeah. like people in worse situations and, and things yeah. going on and stuff but yeah i am um, i have had a bit of a busy three months you've had like a busy 10 years yeah <laughs> yeah you have you're non-stop Vic. <laughs> like anybody in this in the industry i'm in like you can attest to this shauna you just feel really grateful that you know j- jobs keep coming and despite the fact that yeah. there's new and younger and prettier funnier whatever people <laughs> coming up like that you're still getting stuff so i'm always really grateful and um i, I try to i try to work as yeah. hard as i can say no to very little um but that's really been kicked up a notch in the last fucking i'd say six months because obviously we're getting married next year aren't we and um, yeah. i'm just absolutely <laughs> dreading paying for it if i'm honest i'm so stressed out oh. Are you excited or has it got to the point now where you're like, fuck this? Because I remember I was in the same position. Yeah, yeah, no, we've not reached fuck this stage yet. Like definitely, (laughs) definitely not. I don't think we're close enough, Hall. Like we've Mm. definitely, we're, we're nowhere near like balls deep in it enough to be sick of it in fairness yeah. i think that'll definitely come next year oh trust me it will come but i'm already <laughs> feeling the like the the palpitations over the mm. money and stuff and oh my god it's so expensive yeah mm. it is insanely so and like honestly i don't know if this is like really bad but i, I feel like me and Irk are the first people in the history of the world who when people can't actually make it we're fucking buzzing yeah. No, I can no, I can just yeah. that. I was the same. Like a part of me was like, should we just go away and do it in Timbuktu so nobody has to come? Like it's such a weird experience because yeah. you want to share that time with all your like family and friends and like, you know, have that whole like Instagram beautiful wedding. And by like the day before, you're like, why didn't I just go to a fucking town hall and do this for for five hundred yeah. quid? You know, <laughs> I know. No, I, yeah. I think that's definitely quite a common consensus. Like, I, I know that it's just a day, and that um, I should be, you know, n- not spending a fortune on it and blah, blah blah whatever. Yeah, and I don't think we're being particularly frivolous. I I just think it's a huge. It's a huge money industry, isn't it? Like Jesus Christ! Oh my, huge. Yeah. yeah, it is. So yeah, he's got a huge family. I've got loads of friends. We've chosen to get married in Italy for a fucking week, so I'm just gonna have to get my head down. Oh, oh it will be God. beautiful, Vic. <laughs> Honestly, it terrifies me. It's so funny because when I look back, like on on the lead up to it, I was like, "This is taking the magic out of marriage." I'm not 
enjoying this. I hate it. And now I'm coming up to my second wedding anniversary and I look at the photos and I'm like- God, that's flown. That's flown, isn't it? And I think to myself, oh my God, I would give my right arm to do that all over again because we just had the best time. Like it will be so worth it. It's a bit like motherhood. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, the pregnancy is hell, but it's so worth it once they're here. Yeah. So Vicky, obviously we wanted you to come on today to have a chat with you about your egg freezing journey. Um, It's a really, really hot topic at the moment. And I think after the pandemic and after everything that's happened recently, people are more and more inclined to think about their hormonal health, fertility health, and everything else that runs alongside that. So what caused you, and what even gave you the idea to think of starting your egg freezing journey? It's really interesting that you bring up lockdown, you know, Holly, like loads of my mates feel like, because I'm 36 now, and my mates are my age and a little bit older and so that, feel like the if, if you're around our age, Lockdown came at the worst possible time. Like, I know there's an argument to suggest mm. it was shite whatever age you were at, and that's yeah. absolutely true. It was fucking awful. Yeah. Um, but as women, like, that is the age where you are most likely to be going out, like, actively looking for somebody to share a life with. Yeah. And then, you know, settling down and blah, 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 whatever. Loads of my mates feel like they were robbed of two of those really important years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think it's it's really fair. So when everyone says, you know, more so than ever, women are looking into like egg freezing and finding out about the fertility, I think it's foolhardy to not take that into consideration because yeah. that global pandemic played havoc yeah. with everything. I know that. But it, like, you've got to understand what it did to women of a certain age as well. It, it took away two years and we can't lose two years at our no. age. We can't. No. Time's ticking. Yeah, exactly, babe. Don't we know it? Constantly reminded. I've come from like, my mom's got two kids. My sister's got a little girl. Like I'm from a little place in Newcastle. Like it's just expected that you you grow up, you find somebody you love and you have kids with them, you know? Mm. Um, so I just assumed that would be my future. Um, and over time, like the right fella never came and it wasn't through want to try. And Jesus Christ, I was so obsessed with the idea of like being in love and having mm-hmm. a family and blah, 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 and everything else. But um, it just, it, it, it didn't happen for me. I didn't find the right person, you know? Um, and the older I sort of got, the more worried I became that when I met the right person, I potentially wouldn't be able to have kids, you know? Mm. Luckily for me, I met Erkan when I was sort of in like my early 30s. But I, I, that feeling that, you know, women say they get where they're like, I just want a child, I need a child, yeah. I need a baby, like I, I have to be a mother to feel fulfilled, all these things. It never really came for me. Yeah. And then again, I, I started panicking for a whole new reason, you know? I started thinking like... I still don't have that feeling. I'm going to be straight up. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to say it. I was going to wait for Shauna to say it. <laughs> Because I can always rely on you, darling. Oh, so it's a myth. It's a myth. Fuck me then. It is a myth. <laughs> Do you know what's wild though? I feel like at a certain point in our life, it's an overnight change where we try our hardest not to get pregnant. And then the next day, it's all consuming. Mm. And you're like, fuck, why am I not pregnant? It's such a... It's a huge weight that we bear. Honestly, mate, it's massive. And society tells you, like, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, don't get yeah. pregnant. Fuck me, you better hurry up and get pregnant. Yeah. And it's like yeah. that. And honestly, yeah. you're meant to change, like, your whole mindset, your life's wants and desires, like, your life, everything, on 
on like a moment's notice and I just couldn't I, I couldn't do it I was in me like early 30s mid 30s and I was like still loving the me life the way it was like traveling adopting dogs working really hard like yeah. getting to know Urkan you know like yeah. I was still loving all of that and I was like Jesus Christ, like we're still not ready. We're relationships in its infancy. Like, do I want to put that pressure on us? I've known so many mates do that and then it hasn't worked out. I just, I, I was getting myself, I was tying myself up in knots, to be honest with you, as lasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put, put off the egg freezing for ages because I was like, kind of, when you do that, you're absolutely accepting that you are not going to have babies in the next couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Sorry, I'll get emotional when I say this, but like, that's a big thing to accept. You're really? always just you're as a, you're always waiting for that penny to drop. You're waiting for the moment that you feel ready to have kids. And by a, a freezing my eggs, I was accepting that that wasn't going to happen for me in the next couple of years. You know, um, so I put it off, and then I, I put it off till I really couldn't put it off anymore. I was um, so I've just turned thirty six, so I think I was thirty five when I did it. Um, and of course, over the age of 35, your eggs are geriatric. <laughs> oh, man. Do you, remember, like, do you remember on X Factor, the over 25s bracket, and they were like ancient. And now I'm 29 and I'm They're like- They're washed up. They're washed up. Honestly. I'm only a baby. No. I'm a teenager. <laughs> it's the worst, mate. Like I've basically, you remember Wagner? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I've basically got like Wagner eggs in the freezer. <laughs> It's Chico time. When you decided that you was gonna freeze your eggs, did you have a chat with Erkan about it? Yeah, like um, we we're actually all right on the communication front, which is shocking considering I'm like tick one. Yeah, good. It's a good I'm start. just a very angry little Geordie woman, and he's a <laughs> toxically masculine Turkish man. Um, yeah. So yeah, we do okay <laughs> on that front in fairness. Um, and also he's just really supportive when Erkan doesn't necessarily understand something, you know, if it's periods or if it's um, like anything, you know, reproductive health in females, like if it's anything like that. I think he, if he doesn't, he doesn't get it. He just is supportive, which is what you want. Yeah. Like I can't honestly ever expect him to really empathize he's never yeah. gone through it himself um but yeah if he if he's if he doesn't get it he's just supportive which is all i want really so yeah we talked about it and he said i said like are you ready to have kids um and he said no not really but he was like if you wanted to have them if you were worried we could and um i haven't got to the age i've got to hear some fella you know, after looking for somebody for fucking, yeah. what, 20 years, that's how it right. I was yeah. fucking 15 when I first started necking on. Yeah. So to hear some fella be like, if you want to, we can. No, yeah. right. I, I need you to know. I, I need you to say, I need to have kids with you. Like I can mm. yeah. imagine what they look like. I'm happy to do the night feeds, like whatever yeah. it is, but I need that. So, yeah. so I knew it wasn't the right time for him either. And you know, I know... I know there's some people who say like, oh, blokes are never really ready and blah, 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 blah. Mm. I just, I'm not signing up and, and to do this on my own. I'm not. No, of course. No. Like, it, no. It, and I'm so sorry because I know there's some people who, like it, it ends up being that way for, but you don't go into it thinking that. And no, like, absolutely not. So no. So I knew he wasn't ready and in that, it, it, that made making the decision so much easier. We did it for 
or did it for us, I suppose. Yeah, I don't think as parents you ever are really ready. Shauna, what do you think? I mean, I, I wasn't ready to have a baby and I was trying. Like, I was trying really fucking hard <laughs> to get pregnant. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, oh, hold on a minute. Like, it was all sprung on me so quickly. Because in one breath I was told I couldn't have them. Yeah. And then I was pregnant and I was like, hold on a minute. Don't... Hold on, yeah. like this is really bad timing. I don't want this right now. So then you're like having all these conflicting <laughs> like thoughts in your head, and I'm I'm still not ready to be a parent. I don't think, but you know but that's a lot, Holly. You know, like you're just yeah. about getting your head around the fact that potentially like traditional like methods conception and motherhood yeah. might not be might not be possible and you know wrapping your head around such a like monumental thing and then wallop like you this next change comes I think like give, give yourself a break mate I, my yeah. head would be spinning as well <laughs> defos 100% <laughs> and I feel like you always you pull it off because you want to live as much life as you can and then when you find out you're pregnant you're like I don't think I've lived my life yes. yet. Like it's, like I remember, and this is going to be like so fucking judged, but judge me, I judge myself. I remember thinking I'm never going to be able to go to an adults only holiday hotel again. Yeah, And it was a really big, it was a really big thing for me. I was like, oh my God, fucking family holidays only. Family but you don't holiday. think like, of these things until like, you I'm become fucked. a parent. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like this, this yeah. whole podcast, no. all these conversations are things that you aren't made aware of at school. Like I haven't even had these conversations with my mother. My mum was no. always just like, don't have kids, don't have kids, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> always nice to hear from your mum. Always nice to hear from your yeah. mum. Yeah. But you know, like until you're in the trenches, you, you can't give that um, experience or put like a, an old head on young shoulders, can you? Yeah. yeah. And also as well, like, I think all mothers got together and sort of signed some mad paperwork, like an absolute conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theory to just be like, don't fucking tell anybody how bad it really yeah. is. Because they won't yeah. do it. They won't do it. Like, no. I remember my sister, when she had her little girl, like, she was like, I think if Laura's honest with herself, she would potentially really struggled afterwards and there could have even been some postpartum or something. Yeah. You know? um, but I remember her saying to me, Mom, like, I feel like, I, necess- I don't think I know if I've bonded with her and mm. I, I, I mm. don't know if this and I'm really struggling with breastfeeding and blah blah, blah and just expressing some of the and like I'm not sleeping and the piles and you know all these things yeah and my mom was just like oh yeah it's fucking awful in it yeah <laughs> and Laura was like why didn't you you know say this heads up or say any of this before me mom was like where well, you were doing it anyway so what did it matter I yeah like, I don't know if that's quite the mentality I want from my friends and family like I would like to absolutely know what I'm getting into so yeah. girls like it's gonna happen for me in the next couple of years god willing and fingers crossed mm. like do not hold anything back tell me exactly what I'm in it's for it's like you know like the tough mudder <laughs> tough it's mother. like doing that naked yeah in high heels blindfolded in the heat of summer <laughs> and you're on fire yeah and you're on fire <laughs> yeah. even better and you've got your period yeah yeah and, you're and everyone's hungry. watching everyone's watching but you're also fat <laughs> I remember being so irate and angered for you when you was getting so much shit for sharing your egg freezing journey. And you like, we were lucky for you to kind of show us exactly what it was like, no airs and graces. This is hard. It isn't easy. And you got so much shit for it. I was furious, furious for don't you. Don't cry, Sean. I, I still, I, I don't know if I've, oh. I don't know. Obviously, I'm quite emotional. Yes. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm, I'm always like, I'm always, I'm always like this far away from tears. I don't know if it's just because I'm, 
a highly sensitive person or because I'm fucking unhinged. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, um, and when people are really nice to us about this, it still does make me a little bit sad because I didn't. I don't know. I don't know where I went wrong, but I, I, I obviously did. You didn't. Oh, I, I don't know. Like no, no, really... Vicky. It was actually you that inspired me to find out about my own uh, health, and then I found out about what, what happened to me. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the truth. It was. I'm so happy. It's worked out so lovely for you. God, you both deserve to be really happy. But everybody does, you know. Like, I, in my head, right, had grown up thinking that you went to school and you met someone you really fancied and then you married them and you had babies with them. And that was it. Oh, you bought a house. You bought a house. Just yeah. 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 You bought, yeah. you bought a house for fucking yeah. 50 grand and, yeah. a, and a curly whirly and you lived happy yeah. around that. Um, and obviously things are really different now, you know, but the so, but the narrative that they sort of shoved down young lasses' necks actually hasn't really changed that much, you know, especially no. if you grow up in specific places, mm. you know. It might be different if you grow up in like a, a buzzing metropolis or like the center of London or whatever, but it, like, I absolutely believe that, right? And when um, when that like when that version of happiness, happily ever after, whatever you want to call it, wasn't forthcoming for me, like I felt really like a failure, like panicked, like let like I like I couldn't do what a woman was meant to do. You know, I felt just a bit confused. Anyway, um, when I started my egg freezing journey, I was really keen to show young lasses that actually there is other ways to have your happily ever after. Meaning like, you know, if you want to have a wicked career and travel the world and kiss the wrong boys and do all those things, that's fine. You can still do that. And actually because of like advancements in modern medicine and amazing things within that field, you can actually still have a family, you know, in your late thirties or your forties, even later, you know? Um, And I thought what I was doing was showing a responsible alternative to fucking shagging what? some random fella <laughs> yeah. and like baby trapping him because you were like in your late 30s desperately needed a kid. You know, that was what I thought I was doing. Um, but obviously you cannot please everybody. And um, some people were really, really triggered by my decision. Yeah, I find that so strange. Um, me too, me too. But the internet is a very strange place, yeah, very strange as we're place. all finding out. Was it, was it mostly women, though? Can I just ask? Men were, men were angry in a whole different way. So, like... Of course yeah. they were. Men made it really, like... About yes. them. Also, you, you think you don't <laughs> fucking need it anymore. You think you've got the, these fancy eggs in the freezer. You do it all yourself. And I was like, whoa. It's absolutely not what I'm saying. A can defo's played a part in this. Like, don't know why you're all so mad. He's, he's yeah. here if you want to chat to him about how he feels. <laughs> Derek, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, um, the women were... Like, for some reason, I'm I get more upset when it's women. Like mm, men, I, yeah. men, I can sort of rationalize, like, you, you don't get it. You don't. And that's okay. You know, I, I prefer you keep your opinions to yourself, you know, but you can't possibly understand everything I'm feeling and that's okay. But women, it just hurts. It, it just different. hurts me. It's so and I tried to be so sensitive. Yeah. So like there was a lot of, I just don't understand why you're doing this if you're young and healthy and you've got a partner. Well, actually, that mindset, that, that, thought process is actually what's wrong that's why you've got women having babies that they're not ready for Mm, that's why you've got fucking unfortunately like blokes feeling trapped and and unhappy Mm. families like if i can avoid doing that and 
bring a child up in the best possible environment like why wouldn't I give it why wouldn't I give that everything yeah. I've got why wouldn't that be me, me tr- you know so I had a lot of a lot of people not understanding it which you know yeah but I just don't understand that because it's not theirs to understand no I know yeah that's it like, it's not I don't I don't understand aerodynamics and the way planes are run but I'm not angry but it's about none of your it. business I'm really not <laughs> no I know it's none of my business no, it's yeah. not, babe. but like I think it's just such a new thing so obviously like and it's still so expensive and it's still obviously not available to everybody yeah. which I think yeah. is criminal. I do think that is something that really needs to change. But like what? 10 years ago, 20 years ago, like if I'd said to me mom, like, oh, I love a woman, she might not have understood that. You True. know? This is just like, a, I like to think me mom would be really like sex positive and like, <laughs> not homophobic <laughs> at all. I'm sure she, she wouldn't. But you know, like people just take a while to get their head around things. And yeah. Now that we're accepting that maybe his egg freezing will come next. I don't know. But for the most <laughs> part, yeah, it was hard. I had to take a bit of a break from social media and protect me peace because yeah, yeah, people, people can be very mean. 100%. <laughs> How did your, because um, you've done like a groundbreaking documentary about your dad and kind of the the things that went on in your childhood and things that may have also kind of influenced your your reason to, to egg freeze and to not necessarily have children yet how did the documentary go down online and do you think people kind of saw a completely different side to like Geordie Shaw Vicky yeah I'd like to think like every step I take um it like the, the trajectory I'm on is a, a taking people away from that particular version of me although mm. if I'm ever if I ever pop up on a, a, a tabloid Instagram or a gossip site I just have to read the comments to realize I'm not doing a very fucking good job yeah <laughs> never never people still say to me people still say to me oh you got mugged off by callum and i'm like <laughs> who fuck off <laughs> exactly i've got i've got baby shit under my fingernails and you think i care that i got mugged off by callum i think it's oh, so it's hard so changing people's perception of you is just really difficult and and what how they see you says far more about them than what it does about you but completely yeah. to some people it doesn't matter like how many dogs i adopt how many jungles i win how many charities i support like i will still just be the girl who had sex on the telly yeah and it's a very difficult pill to swallow when you work as hard as i do to distance yourself from an image um but you know like some people do some people some people live in the past and that's okay like i'm obviously i'm moving forward with my life and that's what's important you know um but in terms of the documentary, that was um, that was a really cathartic experience. I uh, I actually spoke about it. I don't know if it made the final cut now because we spoke about so much. It was only forty five minutes, mm, but yeah. um, I truly believe that was a huge part of me that didn't allow myself to nurture any sort of desire to have a child because I was absolutely convinced I would have a child that was like me dad and like me and be fundamentally predisposed to addiction and in some way very broken and um I am a child of trauma and um even though some some people have had it a lot worse and I'm by no means playing a very small violin here um I think it does have long lasting effects on um Unlike who you are as a person, you know? So yeah, I um I 
think my dad's illness and my complicated relationship with alcohol probably have affected my desire to be a mother just because god why would you why would you want to have a child if you knew you were sort of going to expose them to all the things that you've had to fight you know so i think doing the documentary and working out that you know there's loads of things we challenged that i thought i believed and found out the truth about like that was really um illuminating for me um and i do think that was potentially the start of me egg freezing journey um as it sort of let us know like you know I can be my dad's daughter, but not deal with all the same things he unfortunately had to deal with in life. There's a huge genetic element to addiction, but it doesn't have to be the be all and end all. Like we do still have an element of free will as well. So no, that was, it was probably really instrumental in my, my journey to motherhood. It's ironic because you say that you um, weren't allowing yourself to like nurture the idea of being like a parent, but what you was doing was so maternal. I don't even <laughs> oh, think you realised. I, I didn't. No, I, I didn't even, I didn't until you just said it there. But yeah, maybe so, like everybody says, you know, you're a lot more like your mum than you think you are. And obviously, because I was just so scared about being me dad. Like I never entertained the idea that I could be like me mum. So yeah. yeah, that's a really nice way of looking on it, Shauna. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank here. you, Vic. Was- it's been amazing having you on. My pleasure, honestly. What a woman. Such a brave chat from Vicky. It's so interesting that she worries about passing on her father's characteristics. It's really interesting. Do you think that with Lucia, or like, are you like your mum or your dad? Like, what, what do you think? I mean, well, I clearly hope Lucia doesn't follow in her dad's footsteps. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry, I don't mean. Stop I don't it. mean to laugh. I want to be just like my daddy. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> um, I. Do you know what? When I was younger, I I am completely half and half of my mum and dad. Like, mm. I can. My mum can be very irate. I can be very irate. And almost like the characteristics that my mum, that would annoy me with my mum when I was younger, I wholeheartedly have now, which is so annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely a complete split in the middle between my mum and dad. And Lucia this morning, actually, it's funny we say this, Lucia this morning, she has started walking. Like if I hold her hands, she, mm. she will walk. Yeah. And typical Aries this morning, she oh, was no. getting the hump with me and having a tantrum because I wouldn't let go of her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, she would fall and smash her head on the floor. She knows better than she you. She knows better than me. She knows what she can do. Even though it will all end in tears, it has to be her way. And I was like, girl, you're just like me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't be told. I have to do and find out the hard way. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you though do you do you see any characteristics in in cc yet so I, there's a physical characteristic which is just brilliant jody we call him hammer toe he's got the most horrible feet that horrible feet and his big toe <laughs> the hammer toe homosexual yeah the hammer toe and then when she was born he was like oh look at her little feet Oh, hammer toe. And he was like obsessed with her hammer toe. And now whenever he does it, it, it kills me. Aww. But more personality wise, probably me, because she's a little bitch and so am I. We've raised absolute demons. We have, we have. I mean, CeCe's a Pisces. Well, I think my, my one's a hammer head. I've got a ram <laughs> that just wants to ram the fuck out of everyone. And not only have I got that, I'm that. 
So yeah, we're fucked. There you go. Well, thanks for listening, guys. That's the Oh Baby Pod with Shauna and Holly. Follow the show on Oh Baby underscore Pod on Instagram and on TikTok at Oh Baby. Send your emails to obaby at bowelmedia.co.uk. And guys, don't forget, this is episode 11. We only have one more left. So don't forget to send in your stories, your voice notes, your pictures and your videos and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you all next week. See you all next week for the final. It's the final countdown. That was really good. Thank you. I've been practicing while I've had the mic at home. (laughs) (laughs)